people, how many people YouTube music and don't ever look at the screen? Never. Like, I'm that guy. Yeah. I'm 100% that guy. Yeah, I, I, I've never done that. But I know, like, my wife does that. That's how she does her running and stuff. It's a YouTube channel. And mm-hmm. it's a mix. Mm-hmm. A Taylor Swift mix or whatever she does. But <laughs> that's real. So people do the same thing with podcasts. That That yeah. is just... I'm going to send them this clip. I'm going to say that's just the, like the worst advice ever not to put your podcast on YouTube. That is the worst advice ever. It, it, Don't it ever no listen sense. to that. You need your you need it in as many places as you can get it. Yeah, like like why would you not? It's not going to hurt. Great experiences build great leaders. Great leaders build great teams. This is building great sales teams. Welcome back to the Building Great Sales Teams podcast. We are uh, here and we are live, not really, but I don't know which camera to look at. It's kind of... That one. <laughs> <laughs> that would be... Would be ridiculous, yeah. right? And just like, hey, guys. So, um, wow, 200 episodes. 200 episodes. Did you think you would be at this point in a podcast with 200 episodes? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, my my ego will not let me stop. You know what I'm saying? Mm, that's fair. Like, I was talking to my wife about this the other day. She was like, you know, if you did less podcasts, you've had, you'd have more time and you'd make more money, right? Like, three episodes a week is... Because it was... A, during that week, we had, like... We were shooting five episodes yeah. on, on a Tuesday. Yeah. So the way we set it up was we shoot every Tuesday so that, like, I can dial in on podcasts on one day and the rest of the week be open for, like, things that make money, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, absolutely. And and I, I've thought about, you know, not doing three a week and starting mm-hmm. to do one a week. Like, that might be easier, you know, a little less wear and tear on the team and – um you know, free us up for some other stuff, but I don't know the benefits of doing three a week. I feel like the content, the you know, the authority it creates. Just when you scroll down on, you're gonna see two hundred plus. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like we're not messing around. So I was on because um, we we just got onto this this website. I'm not gonna say the name of it because mm-hmm. we're st- I'm still playing with it. See how yeah. it goes. Yeah. Um, but. As I, it, it asks for all the podcast appearances you've been on. So if you look on listener notes, that's a that's a website that we're on. Okay. Um, it I, I put in Doug Mitchell, and there's like there's there's a ton of Doug Mitchells in the world. I I don't know if you know that, and they're yeah. all like super it's successful. Common. It's like common. super successful. So <laughs> like if you want a successful child, name them Douglas Mitchell. <laughs> like I don't know what it is, but there's like firefighter name Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. there's there's <laughs> firefighter captains. There's police captains. There's um, Movie producers, like there's there, Douglas Mitchell is a very successful name. It's yeah. kind of like Ryan, but not quite there yet. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, just Ryan's saying. Ryan's just common. No, Ryan's, just Ryan's common. are successful. You got Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Gosling, yeah, Ryan if the Seacrest. Name is common, there's gonna be a lot of successful people that have it. You know what's also common? John, and you don't see very many successful Johns. John Wick. Is a fake person. <laughs> We're not going to get into this. Riot is a better name. Just it is what it is. Um, but anyway, so we're on that. We're on listener notes, and I was searching it, and it said, "Oh yeah, these are all the podcasts that Doug Mitchell is a part of." And then it's like flooded with building great sales teams, like yeah. just all down the list. And it's like yeah. that is that is cool to see that we have that many episodes. I couldn't imagine. When I first do, started doing podcasting, yeah. to have a show that has 200 episodes. On that subject, like, we need to update our podcast guest list because I only have, like, 12 on there. And I know I've been on maybe, like, 15 or 20, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, there, yeah there's there's quite a few. So, we'll, we'll definitely update that. But super exciting stuff. Okay. So, you know... What I, what I wanted to cover in this episode, you know, we talked about doing reactions and stuff like that, but I think more than anything, um, now that we're at 200, like, what did we learn from that 200, right? And, and you know, the, the first subject I have for us to cover is why a podcast? Okay. I'll so, let you answer first. Okay, so, like, interestingly enough, um, I think... 
I think personally, outside of like the the core business stuff that we're going to mm-hmm. talk about, I think having a podcast gives you a voice mm-hmm. that is much needed in the world. Like, there's, I'm 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 studying a lot about social media and its impact on people's thought processes right. um, because I, I I believe any anytime you have any kind of service, business, whatever the case might be, you need to have a centralized social media presence. Like, Correct. people should yeah. be able to go to you for, or go to one spot or see one thing and it'd be like, oh, that's always going to be attached with that particular person or that particular thing. So I'm, I'm studying that. Um, but what's really big is the impact that having that voice um, affects the people around you. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you are a small percentage, if your voice is loud enough, yeah. then you can affect change. I think a podcast helps make your voice louder than it could possibly be if you right. don't have one. Right. Um, and that leads into the having the authority, having this branding machine that mm-hmm. when people see it, they know, hey, you know what you're talking about because they heard you talk about it. So it's it's like when I talked to uh, Adam Lyon, Adam Lyon's smart CEO event yeah. that he has for his mastermind members. Um, putting a mic in front of you just makes you an authority. Like, I'm automatically smarter because I have this mic in front of me. Automatically. Because <laughs> someone so, cares enough to yeah, record and, you. And, yeah. and granted, some of you guys listening are in the spaces that I'm in, so you see this all the time. So you're like, no, nah, no, nah, it doesn't mean anything. But you got to understand, the average Joe has never had a mic put in front of him. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you have a mic in front of you just changes everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if you have a podcast without a mic, get a mic for that authority alone, right? And yes. so the aesthetics of it is just mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah. Like you, so there, there are times where you can get away with it. Right. Yeah. But that's, I wouldn't call that a podcast. I would call that a broadcast. Yeah. Mainly cause it's, you're, you're trying to give this element of, I, I guess, I guess what I would say is with the microphone in front of you, seeing the mic in the shot, it makes you one, a real person. Yeah. Because it's like, Hey, they just got together and was like, Hey, let's just, talk on yeah. a microphone yeah and it's it humanizes you more than what you know the bbc or right. fox or cnn does because they right. you don't see their microphone their microphone is a boom mic it's hanging over yeah. them so like yeah. it's there but it takes away that human element yeah so and to speak it, i'm just i was just thinking now and most of my on most of my virtual ones I have the mic out of the screen. You do, yeah. I have the mic out of the screen, but I have the headphones on. You have the headphones on. So the headphones create authority, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, the headphones mean you have a mic. You have a yeah. setup. Like, yeah. that's what the headphones mean is I have a setup. Yeah. Um, I got the panels. You okay. And you got the panels. Got the headphones and the panels. The back, the back lighting. It's, yeah. We're going to turn this into how your podcast could look good. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen way too many podcasts that look bad in the background. Yes. That, uh, it, that, Warrants a whole episode. Lord, Lord for help me when I have guests that just don't take that into account. Ooh. I'd rather have just you just have a white wall, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and a uh, Apple AirPod in. You know what I'm saying? Than some of these setups that I've seen. Like, yes, we had we had one, <laughs> we had one on a few days ago. Yeah, no, you can't time it. <laughs> well, they don't. Whenever you're going to listen to this, you can't really tell if it's a few days like a week ago. Oh, or, yeah. Like it's <laughs> we had one on that it was it was it was a it was a sight to see. I'll say that. All right. So the authority piece, right? Yeah, let's go back. <laughs> <laughs> your your uh zone of genius, right? That's obviously what you're going to talk about. 100%. You know? But let's just say I didn't know anything about sales. Or building sales teams. Okay. And all I did, I was a host, a true host, non-biased, you know what I mean? Um, and all I wanted to do is research building sales teams. It's, it's like those podcast hosts that just want to research or want to interview successful people. They mm-hmm. want to learn how to be successful. After 200 episodes, you're going to be an expert. Yep. Think about For it. For sure. Like, you may not have the experience, Right. But you will have the knowledge, mm-hmm. and and hopefully at some point you apply that knowledge at some in point, those yeah. two hundred episodes, right? And so, obviously, that's not where I'm coming from. I'm coming from thirteen years of experience in the field, you know. And then on top of that, I've got two hundred episodes where I'm either diving into knowledge or I'm learning from other experts. Mm-hmm. And and just doing that alone, having the humility to say, hey, you, 
you're an expert. Come on my podcast. You know, Drewby Wilson, like, I'm not strong on the follow-up. You know, I up until shoot, probably 18 months ago, I, I wasn't worried about the follow-up. I'm a door-to-door guy. I'm a closer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not worried about the follow-up. You know, I close on the call, right? And so uh, bring Drewby on, and he teaches us the follow-up. You know what I'm saying? We got, we got, we got guests on that teach all kind of stuff. And when you became a source an authority but also a source for knowledge you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. as soon as you put an offer out everybody's gonna be on that thing right you know what i'm saying because so, most of the times it's i've tried it myself yeah because i learned this i've tried it myself mm-hmm. and i can champion it yeah like you you don't want to just have people on your show that you i i don't want to say don't agree with because like yes yeah. you should have people that you don't yeah. agree with yeah but you shouldn't have people on your show to where you can't have a, a real conversation and have an open mind to what they're saying. Yeah. Because that's when it's, it's, it doesn't build that authority. You just look, you look kind of crazy mm-hmm. for doing that. And people don't, people want to be able to say, Hey, you've tried this. This is how it worked for me. I didn't really like it, but this person tried it yeah. and it worked for them. So it might work for you as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially in the context of our show, yeah, there's so many different products. There's so many different uh, enterprises. There's so many different styles, and you know what works in solar may not work in uh, software sales. Yeah, you know software. Yeah, uh, what well. works in marketing not may work in software as a service. You know, so there's like you shouldn't be sending memes out to the CEOs trying to. Well, I don't know. I don't know. That. Yeah, memes are pretty universal. <laughs> memes are universal. And then that's that's the premise. Please of forgive Drew's me, meme lord. Is that yeah? <laughs> it's a, it's a it's a form of communication. Any any forms of communication are pretty universal, you know. Um, yeah, I think you're you have a better shot at closing a CEO off a meme versus doing the traditional route and having to go through the gatekeepers and all that good stuff. So, I think there's yeah, but that's the point though. Like, I would have never doubled down on that if I had not had Drewby on the show talking about it twice. You know what I mean? Fair enough. So. Okay, so we recognize that it, it, it builds the authority. You know, my podcast, and this is where your titling can help, it's called Building Great Sales Teams. Yes. I literally had a client that paid 25 k for my 90-day package, right? And he got on a, a DM with me and was like, I want to build great sales teams. There you go. 100% beautiful. powerful. Yeah, that's it. That is powerful. That's you know? what you want. Yeah, and that, that meant that it worked. I can literally link it to the podcast. Yeah, like, that's like, what it's called. 100%. You yeah. want to build great sales teams, you call Doug. Uh, I know I said it on a podcast prior, but, like, it's it's great and hilarious to see whenever, like, these, these uh, entrepreneurs are like, hey, I need help in sales. And it's like, we, we don't. We don't plug ourselves a lot. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're never the people who's like, oh yeah, you should hire me. It's yeah. never that. Yeah. Um, and this is something that I've learned from producing the podcast. Right. It's like you you're adding that value to them and to where they right. are they are seeking you out. Yeah. Um, I've experienced that myself in in a couple of my podcasting groups, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but you will see people comment on these entrepreneurs' uh, posts, posts and be like, hey. Doug's the guy. Yeah. Doug's the guy. Oh, there's this other guy too. And they, you know, they're kind of promoting themselves. Oh, you can reach out to me. But then you got like 30 other people saying, nah, he's cool at all, but Doug is the guy. Yeah. And that's what happens when you, when you get your voice out there, you, you become that authority with your podcast because mm-hmm. it's like, I don't even have to say anything at that point. You're, you're kind of building your machine. Well, and, and here's the secret too. You don't even have to talk about sales. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, some of my episodes, we do. We talk about marketing. We talk about sales. You know what I mean? But a lot of them, it's like, man, what was uh, Eric Stopper's the other day? It hasn't, come, it hasn't come out yet, and it won't come out by the time you guys hear this. But uh, listen for Eric Stopper. And we're talking about, like, universal energy. We're talking about religion. We're talk- I mean, talking about we're, everything. We're getting into Type everything. Type 1 civilizations. Like, yeah. It's, it's, that was an interesting episode. That was an episode. eye-opening, right? It was, it was a cool episode. And then you have... I think I think what has helped us is we haven't we haven't been married to the niche. 
Like it's, it's, we have a niche, but we're not married to it to the point where we're, I guess we're just kind of dating it. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We're in a long-term relationship. I think we're Um, in a long-term relationship. (laughs) We're we're in a long-term relationship with building sales teams, Yeah, but like we, they know that we, we have um, a piece on the side, which is mindset and, and all that good stuff. So it's self-development. It's, it's a beautiful thing to but see. But there's so many podcasts out there that are just mindset, leadership, and self-development. Yeah. And it's like, man, you know, and then when I search, like, sales, or uh, when I go a little further and I search sales teams, there's, like, 10. You know how many mindset podcasts there are? Uh, too you know many. how many entrepreneur podcasts there too are? Too many. Okay. So that's the first part, authority, right? The second part is easily my favorite, okay? And it's relationship building. 100%. Relationship building. Like, as soon as I like someone, you're coming on my podcast. You know what I mean? Like, you have a business, you're coming on my podcast. Because I want to promote you. You know what I mean? I want to market you. And that's what I love about the what the podcast does, right? So if you want somebody to refer you business versus just straight up do business with you, that's where the podcast comes in because you bring them on the podcast. They get to talk about what they love. They're zone of genius. You know what I mean? And then here's, here's the... Here's the difference maker, right? A lot of podcasts I go on, they record. I don't even get the video. I don't get the audio. Yeah. There's no, they, they do a picture and a description about the podcast. They post it once. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, at minimum, our team is doing three reels. Per episode. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Per episode, at minimum. If they really like you, and this ain't me. You know what I mean? If, yeah. Like, if Nika and Ann really like you. You're getting posted on our socials You're getting, everywhere. like, 10 reels. Just all day. Who who got, like, 10? Brian Covey. Brian um, Covey, yeah. He, he has a lot. Uh, mm, what is her name? She she has that ranch. We were She's just doing a retreat at her ranch. Lisa. Lisa. Lisa, they love Lisa. Le- love yeah. Lisa. She's, those are great episodes. Yeah, they are There are some really good episodes that we have that, yeah. um, and our, and our, our team, uh, Nika, and and they're really great at picking those mm-hmm. those moments. So, and I need to get into that too on the on the um, the promotion side on the marketing side. But I don't want to skip ahead, right? Yeah, so yeah. So relationship building, you're able to offer that to someone, and and it gets you in conversations that you normally wouldn't get in. Like like the other day, there's this guy blowing up on Instagram, Mike Chillins, I think. Is Haven't his name? heard of him. Mike Chill or something like that. I can't remember. But um, I reached out to him, and I just I, – I told – and this, this starts relationships for you, right? I told him, hey, um, I love the message you're putting out. I love how you're talking about customer service. I love the, uh, the, the way that you handled that customer in your last video. So right away, I'm complimenting them, and I'm letting them know, hey, I'm not just looking at your follower count and, and wanting you on my podcast so I can talk to your – uh, your audience, right? Mm. And, so, and then the second thing I said is, I would love to have you on the podcast to spread that message even further. So what is that doing? I'm, I'm going side by side with him, and I'm saying, you've got an amazing message. Let's spread it together. Mm-hmm. So think about that. The, the people that you follow that maybe have like 50,000 followers, 100,000 followers, like they have very consumable content. Our content, I recognize, is not very consumable because it's very, <laughs> yeah. t- it's very tactical. It's all about business. You know, there is some mindset stuff in there, sure, but people are coming to me because they want an edge in sales, right? right? And that's not universally sexy. No, it's not. But what he's doing is, you know what I mean, because his is all about the clothes or, you know, the language that you're using, the, the NLP stuff, the stuff that in the business world right now is sexy and everybody's eating it up, right? Yeah. And so um, I definitely wanted to bring him on the podcast. We started that relationship, and he tested me. He was like, uh, so what will we talk about? And I said, man, I'm here to promote you. You know what I'm saying? I'm here to promote you and to promote what you're doing. That's it. So it's a very casual podcast. You know, I don't, I don't do agendas or anything like that. I have some talking points that I do, but that's it. Like, we'll com- you come on, we'll chop it up. Whatever mm-hmm. you want to talk about. It is a recorded conversation. That's, yeah, that's, that's all it I, is. I, I that's all it is. So there's the relationship building piece of it. Um, and then, you know, the one that everybody wants to hear, yes, there's the prospecting piece. Yeah. So if you have a client you want to sign, and, and this is really for 
the higher ticket stuff or like you want to sign businesses, right? You want to sign businesses like, uh, you know, sales rabbit was one of those. And so I already had a, a, you know, somewhat of a relationship with the CEO of sales rabbit, but it wasn't until I brought him on my podcast that that opened up us having conversations about them using our services or becoming a referral partner, Mm -hmm. you know? And so that's one of those situations which, like, when you put somebody on, then the law of reciprocity comes into place. And then also, like, as you're having those conversations, so, like, before the podcast starts and then after the podcast, y'all start talking about your businesses, what happens? Mm -hmm. They start telling you their pain points. And if your business solves their pain points, well, why don't we jump on a discovery call and talk about that, you know? 100%. And so, and that's happened several times, uh, having prospects on the podcast. And then, and then here's the one, if you are building sales teams, you know, obviously you can, you can create referral partners to the podcast. That's the obvious one. You can get clients. Sure. But that recruiters. Yeah. Recruiting is one that I don't think anybody realizes that's going to happen naturally. So like, even though I don't have sales teams anymore, it worked for me in that aspect too, mm-hmm. because I do have eight, eight, eight experts in our brickyard group. Yep. Because of this effect, three of them came to me through the podcast. Three of them came to me through the podcast. Were like, "Hey, I like what you're doing. I want to be part of it." Okay, cool. There you go. Join my group. Join my group. You know what I mean? If you re- you can recruit mortgage professionals from there, you can recruit um, salespeople. I don't care. You can even sell your coaching services or whatever you got going on. I don't care. Um, I want the value to be in the group. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, because people are paying to be in the group. And so as a sales leader or as a sales manager, if you have a podcast, what do you send the prospect that you're trying to recruit? An podcast, episode of your yep. podcast. A hundred percent. So It is a culture builder yeah. in your company. Yeah, and that's one that I didn't even write down. You know, so like when we did have 30, 40 people on the sales team or whatever, I would send them episodes of the podcast or we would release them in our group chat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, so what's, what is that doing for the company? You think? I think, I think personally, um, from what I saw, it, it was this excitement mm-hmm. that, Hey, Doug is doing something that that's huge. I know for, I don't know if it's the same for, you know, sales reps, but for yeah. your kids, they're like, dad's a YouTube star. Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> it's this, I'm a part of something that's bigger than, than me right and that's what i think that culture that culture building aspect of it comes Mm -hmm. in handy is because it's i'm it's not just this four walls of the business it's we're worldwide especially Mm -hmm. in india shout out india oh india yes (laughs) shout out india India. held it down (laughs) oh my gosh so so i'm i'm listening to pandora you know i'm one of those people that is real basic so i listen to pandora right not spotify and um I see the podcast section. I'm like, you know, we're, we're everywhere. I know we are. Because, like, every time somebody asks me, are you on this platform? Are you on that platform? Mm-hmm. I look it up, and there I am, you know? And so I went to Pandora, and I couldn't find myself. I only saw the guest episodes. And I was like, what the heck? So I, I messaged Ryan. I was like, hey, can you get us on Pandora? And then all of a sudden, I start getting all these emails from all these different platforms. Ryan's going ham. Adding us to everything. <laughs> We're, now we're officially everywhere. You yeah. can't hide from building great sales teams. <laughs> like, it's just not possible. We will find you. So he asked You will me, listen. <laughs> yeah, I came into the office and he asked me, he was like, should I add these India platforms? And I'm like, yes, India has 1.4 billion people. Billion. Billion. With a B. With a B. <laughs> add us to India. And they, most of them speak English too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And sure enough... Today, we, we looked at the downloads. <laughs> we woke up to 700-plus downloads just from adding it from India. Like, it's crazy. Literally our best day ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, it's kind of ridiculous. We'll see how this, we'll see how this goes. But, um, yeah, I think, I think uh, for the culture piece, you're, you're becoming a part of something that's greater than you. Mm-hmm. You're venturing out into the world, so to speak. And, if, and like, if you're doing door-to-door, um, you knock on a door and it's like, are you even legit? It's like, boom, look at that. My, yeah. <laughs> our CEO has a podcast. Yeah. Like we're out here yeah. and 200 plus episodes. Like if we had our sales teams now, mm-hmm. 
that would probably be part of the like the pitch at the door is like, hey, uh, we're real. Yeah, <laughs> we got a podcast. So that's another thing with recruiting is you know what's the first thing they're going to do when they go to uh, research a company if if they're like, hey, I want to work for this company, but I don't know if they're legit. They're door to door or they're commission only, whatever the case is. So they go and they Google you or they Google your company, and what comes up? Your podcast. Podcast. Your podcast. And so it creates that celebrity effect, you mm-hmm. know, that we haven't really even talked about yet. It's not necessarily just authority. It's also that celebrity effect. Yep. And, and this happens with prospects, too. It warms up the prospects a little bit because, oh, I want to build great sales teams. You know, mm-hmm. it creates this little celebrity effect. And, and that's it, also why you should have a YouTube for your podcast. Mm-hmm. I know uh, some people who watch our show don't agree with that. Um, but you need to have a YouTube for your podcast. That's a joke. You can't fight that anymore. Like, yeah. <laughs> First of all, we have a good video element to our podcast, especially when we do stuff like this, mm-hmm. you know. But, um, and as long as you have the video element, it is YouTubeable. You know, how many people, how many people YouTube music and don't ever look at the screen? Never, like, I'm that guy. Yeah. I'm 100% that guy. Yeah, I, I, I've never done that, but I know, like, my wife does that. That's how she does her running and stuff. It's a YouTube channel, and mm-hmm. it's a mix, mm-hmm. a Taylor Swift mix or whatever she does. But... <laughs> That's real. So people do the same thing with podcasts. That that yeah. is just. I'm gonna send them this clip. I'm gonna say that's just the, like the worst advice ever not to put your podcast on YouTube. That is the worst advice ever. It, it, Don't it ever no listen sense. to that. You need your you need it in as many places as you can get it. Yeah, like like why would you not? It's not going to hurt. Right. You know what I'm saying. Hundred percent. If you have a black screen, yeah, maybe it'll hurt a little bit. You know, you need a video element in order to do this. I mean, but, it depends on what you're talking about. Because if we go politics, like I can I can market a black screen. Uh, <laughs> I could market a black screen podcast. Oh, you're gonna get me in trouble, Ryan. I, no, it's okay. It's okay. Okay. Oh, my bad. My bad. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I said it. You didn't say it. Okay. Cool. All right. All right. Okay. So, executing the podcast. Okay. All right. Um, we started out on Zoom. Yes. You know, which was cool. You know the the benefit of starting out on Zoom is your podcast is simple. You're not going to have anything going on that is distracting. Mm-hmm. It's going to be you and your guest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and then you can use things like Fathom, Fathom.video. And Fathom will transcribe your uh, entire Zoom call. So this is for Zoom users in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, download Fathom.video. It's an amazing uh, platform. But when we talk about like a solo podcaster, okay, a solo podcaster can take what is recorded on fathom.video and highlight certain sections and create clips from that, mm-hmm. which is essential whenever you're editing, 100%. you know? And so when we talk about a solo podcaster, use zoom paired with fathom.video and that's going to help you out a lot. And then obviously when you upgrade, when you upgrade to the BGST level, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> then you want to use Streamyard, right? Mm-hmm. Walk us through some of the, the benefits of Streamyard. So, um, StreamYard, I love, I love StreamYard. I've been champion, championing. It took us a while to decide on it. Yeah, because yeah. we were we were looking at uh, Riverside and we yeah. were looking at StreamYard. I think StreamYard, um, they really listen to their people. Mm-hmm. I, that's a that's that's the first thing that I want to say about StreamYard. They had uh, you you can stream anywhere like mm-hmm. simul, simulcast to YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. We're still working on that. Um, mm-hmm. LinkedIn, Twitter, you can simulcast, simulcast like anywhere pretty much. Yeah. And, but what happens is when you're on Instagram and you have like the, the nine by 16 view, that's like the yeah. standard view for TVs. It, it looks bad, right? Mm-hmm. Your, your people are cut off. Yeah. Um, so what StreamYard did was they have a new element to where you can change the layout of the, of the cameras, which I'm okay. excited to play with. Um, so that's one thing with StreamYard. StreamYard also does local recordings of everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to set it to that's that, massive. make sure that you set it. So you have a local recording of uh, the host, the guests, and when you're editing stuff, you can you can do a much deeper dive into the editing. Another thing that they do for you is they make a zip file. We don't use this as much, mm-hmm. um, but they make a zip file that you can open up in Premiere Pro. Like just real simple, just and it has yeah. everything where it needs to be at. So that's that's pretty cool. I think StreamYard, yeah, I, I just think that they are they are great. The trim effect, you can do short videos straight mm-hmm. from StreamYard. StreamYard is just this is not we're not sponsored, yeah. But <laughs> StreamYard is is great if you're if you're um, jumping to more of a production than just yeah. like a solo podcaster. So 
and then, and this is coming from the person that doesn't do production. Like I, I like StreamYard for the visuals. Yeah. Right. And so we had a 3D intro of the podcast made. Yes. I think we spent like four or five hundred bucks on it. Right. And and that. That gets so many freaking compliments. Oh, yeah. Right? I love that. So, sometimes the guests don't even, like, they don't even, like, in, I mean, obviously I intro them, but the first thing that they say after the intro is, I really like your intro. Yeah, <laughs> hey. That's a cool intro. I feel like I'm on the news here or something. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you should have an intro. I don't. So I so I had a podcast in 2017. I don't mm-hmm. think we ever talked about this. Yeah, we did. We, we did? did? Okay, yeah. so I didn't talk about it on the show. So I had a podcast, me and my friend Dallin, and it was the Weird Kids Podcast. That's yeah. what it was called, the Weird Kids Podcast. And we, um, both me and Dallin at the time, we were we were producers. So we didn't really have an intro. We just played one of our beats in the beginning mm-hmm. of our show. And I'm like, looking back, I was like, how much more, how much bigger would that show have been? It was, we only ended at 22 episodes. We had 22 episodes. Gotcha. Um, and then I got hired at Argenta, so that's why it stopped. So blame Doug. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Funny you got story. time. We all got 24 hours in a day. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> um, um, but, yeah, I, 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 think, I think if you have a podcast, you should invest in intro. Even mm-hmm. if it's something really simple where it's like, hey, welcome to the show. Ah, and then you yeah. just, like, have flashing lights, whatever the case might be. Yeah. Uh, but invest in that intro because it does make you look more professional. So another thing that it does is the um, overlays. Yes. You know, so like you got your logo in the corner, you can have your guest intro at the bottom, their name and their title, whatever the case is. So it just gives it a professional feel yeah. right away. As soon as you log in and you realize, oh, I can put my logo here. And I mean, it's so seamless, you know, it is. And then you can do multiple angle or multiple um, cameras, cameras. And then also like the way that it splits the shot and yeah. everything. And then you can share screen too during yep. the podcast, you know. And that becomes difficult to do if you're a solo uh, show, you know, because uh, I, don't, I don't know about y'all, but I like to be present and in the conversation. And so Ryan, having Ryan in the background basically putting that stuff up or switching the angle so it looks better, that's where, like, all right, we are made for YouTube, mm-hmm. right? Because, you know, when you're watching a YouTube video, and, 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 and this is not – close to the best ones that are out there. But when you watch the best ones, they change angles fast. They throw up a lot of effects and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And there's sound effects and there's little videos that pop up, you know. We need to get some sound effects. Um, I mean, we can we, we have them. They're loaded into the, the thing. We just, you know, need to download our own or use the ones that we have already. I could, I could start doing that. One kind of these of is like an applause. I don't know which one it is. So yeah. I'm not going to press it. But one of them is a press little applause. Oh, you don't have, I don't have the headphones, headphones in. in. Yeah. yeah, okay. Um, no, but we should do, uh, what some of the shows they do that they have like, uh, what is it? They have, uh, that wasn't it. That wasn't, that was the music. That was the wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I got the applause. Awesome. Awesome. So it's this one. So I think we could record like a difference maker or something. Yeah, like, we, got I mean? we got like to. We got to. Like a, he's a closer. You know what I mean? Like do <laughs> stuff like fun. that. That would be fun. Yeah. That'd be a lot of fun. But okay, so that's the production piece. Um, all right, so I guess one of the or what I wanted to do with this episode is give you guys kind of an outline of all the things that you need, right? So we went through why the podcast. We're going mm-hmm. through some of the tools that we use, and so why don't you walk us through what what it looks like once the recording button stops? So uh, post for the podcast, um, one, we, we make sure that everything is uploaded like it needs to, like the, the local recordings. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's super important. If the let, me, let me speak to that real quick okay. because, again, coming from somebody that maybe isn't as technically advanced, right, the purpose for the local recording is because when you're recording just the stream, mm-hmm. you, you see it all the time. Your Zoom goes fuzzy. Or whatever the case is. And so if that's your only mm-hmm. version of the video, you're going to have a problem when you try it. You get the best freaking segment, the best freaking uh, uh, spot where they say something really cool and they're fuzzy. Yeah. And it's like, dang, I got to put this on social media because I can't not yeah. show that that off what they were talking about, that that nugget, you know. But the local recording downloads it to their computer. Uh-huh. Right? 
um, or is recorded, is recorded to their, to computer. their computer and it's uploading into StreamYard. Right. So that StreamYard has it's that full for you. quality yep. video. Full quality video. Okay. Um, Go ahead. So, yeah. So we wait for the local recording to upload. That Usually it's done. If your internet is good, it's going to be done when mm-hmm. you in, hit into the recording. It may be like... 30 seconds just because there's it's processing. It's about well, 30 processing. A lot but of times we'll chop it up with the guest yeah. after, and that's we're, that we're time. using that time. Yeah. yeah, that time is to make sure that the local recordings go. Yeah. Um, and then we, I download everything for a separate folder. We, we keep everything in Google Drive as like a, a backup. Um, mm-hmm. And if we have to delete some or open up some storage on StreamYard, we'll have, yeah. we'll have that storage opened up. Um, and then I'll open up for the audio. I'll open up Adobe Audition. Any um, audio workshop program would work. Mm-hmm. I love Adobe Audition. It seamlessly integrates with Premiere Pro well, and Photoshop and Adobe products in general. Right? Yeah, Adobe is yeah. great. Um, so we'll we'll find a good clip. If you have a producer. He'll probably market. He or she will probably market while it's recording. Mm-hmm. Um, I started doing that. It just saves a ton of time. Like if something like super stands out for that yeah. episode, we'll take that. We'll chop that out. Put yeah, it in the sure. beginning to give like a, a teaser. Nika and Ann appreciate that. Yeah, that's that is uh that's super important. Um, so we have a little teaser at the beginning that we put in there. We add our intro, and then we have an outro. That's a, that's another thing that we don't. We don't do that in the recording because that would just be a waste of time. Like, mm-hmm. we can end it. We can do that in post. Yeah. So we have our outro. That outro is where you're doing your call to actions a lot of the time. Um, one thing that we haven't done yet, but we're, we're playing with the idea of doing a call to action in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. So we got we to gotta look into that. But that's where all of that stuff is happening is in post is where you're, you're making sure that everything has this nice little sheen on it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a, a good audio producer, an audio engineer, they can go in there and mess with the uh, the ambient sound. So take out some of those yeah. hisses, some of that extra noise, kind of like welcome through that because uh, Eric Eric Stopper was asking about that the other day. Okay, so so, um, so it's basically playing with frequencies. Mm-hmm. Like you get really, it could get really deep if you don't know if you don't know like audio. Yeah. So every every bit of audio has like a ton of frequencies attached to it mm-hmm. and your voice sits into the mid frequencies. That's where you're going to get um, like the actual rich tone of your voice. Yeah. And that that's a range. So usually what I'll do is I'll take out the lower frequencies and then I'll take out the super high frequencies. So that's going to be like your, your symbolences, your S's and your T's. That's yeah. like you, I try to compress that a little bit. Are you going to just, Beatbox for us or what? No, heck no. I'm <laughs> terrible at beatboxing, which is really sad. Like, it's it's a skill. <laughs> it's a skill. Yeah. Um, but you you go in there, you're you're changing those frequency frequencies. But what tends to happen is, if you're in a room like ours that's open, it's not treated for sound production. Mm-hmm. Then you're gonna you're gonna hear the uh, what's that thing called? Air conditioning. Yeah. And or like what we did with Eric Stopper, we were out in, yeah. at the Pearl, which is a it's kind of like an outdoor mallish kind of deal. And we we shot where uh, we had the groundskeepers keeping the ground. We had a yeah. little waterfall going. We had people walking by, walking their dogs. Yeah. Um. So what I'll do is I'll get some ambient noise. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'll get some ambient noise so that way I can capture that noise print and then run it through the whole entire. Um, run through this system to mm-hmm. where it, it will capture, it will take that noise print, look for that sound or things close to that frequency, and then I can lower that so it can give me a clearer sound. Now, that's not 100% effective all the time, but you you can get a good chunk of that extra sound out of it. It's like Photoshop for sound. Yeah, yeah, 100%. If you know what you're doing. Well, yeah, like if you know what you're doing with Photoshop, you can make someone look like a cartoon, like easy, mm-hmm. then you, it's the same thing with like, if you know what you're doing Audio. with sound. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And so these are all things that you do in, in post-production. And then after that, you're uploading to Google drive and then the, and then simple cast. Uh, yeah. And, and 
and Simplecast, scheduling it. Scheduling it, and we're, we're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, YouTube is a little bit more time-consuming. That's when uh, I'll throw it in Premiere Pro. Yeah. Premiere Pro has its own auto-transcriber, mm-hmm. which is super cool. I love that. Um, it's about 95 to 98% accurate. Yeah. So that's a huge tool that you should be able, that you should be using. Not you should be able to. You should be using all of our YouTube videos. Do they have the captions in there? Mm-hmm. Awesome. So YouTube auto captions, but right. um, it you can't download the transcript from that. Yeah. yeah so it makes sense. I, I don't know if it makes sense, but <laughs> oh, well, you should be able to. Yeah, I think I think so personally, but I don't run YouTube. I should just charge a dollar for it. It that would be interesting. bucks out of us already. Yeah, that would be interesting. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so YouTube has an auto-caption feature, um, but all, you do want your transcriptions for your, your team that's editing it. They, mm-hmm. they can use that and find different spots a lot yeah. easier. Um, so Premiere Pro, add the intro, the outro, and then I created an outro card. If you can... You should make an outro video as well. So we need we need to probably look into doing okay. that. But the outro video, the outro card is basically saying, hey, thank you guys for watching. Here's a video that YouTube thinks you would like. And here's a video or here's the playlist of all of our all of our uh, podcast. Yeah. So that's what we kind of do. Um, but, yeah, just play around with that. See what works for your for your audience. But you definitely need to have that element as well. Then when we go into marketing, mm-hmm. right? They are, you know, one, we have the release, yes. right? The release. Yes, yes. So they're, they're editing a reel uh, slash TikTok for the release. <laughs> yep. The yep. release. Um, they're editing a reel and a TikTok for the release, and then uh, that's posted with a caption. Yep. And so what my team is doing is they'll take kind of the guest uh, profile They'll drop it into uh, ChatGBT. Yep. And then maybe add in some flavor and stuff. And then that's how they come up with their their caption for that. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it is it's at the point now where, all right, you know I'm not writing this caption. But at the same time, it does create that team effect. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Where it's like, oh, I, I know Doug's got a team. This is his schedule. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 7 a.m. You know, and sometimes we're late. You know what I mean? But it's pretty rare. I would say out of those 200 episodes, there's probably 190 of them released at 7 a.m. Mm. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning. You know, and that type of automation, you just, it's invaluable. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that execution is getting you back into building that authority. And it's like Doug's consistent every mm. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, posting at 7 a.m. And then, then you're able to create pretty much from that as many reels and TikToks as you want. Yeah. You know, we have a schedule that we follow. And since I do consulting, that's another reel and TikTok source. But uh, on the podcast, we have a schedule that we follow throughout the week. And then, you know, pretty much the our, our team has control of what yeah. they release at that point. And it is. It's like, you know, on Instagram especially on Instagram and TikTok, it's like this, just this force that's constantly in your face. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, one of the funniest stories I heard lately was from Brad Lee. And he was talking about how he had to call Grant and be like, Hey Grant, you're posting too much. I got to mute you. I'm tired of seeing all your stuff. And, and Grant said, I don't give a shit. You're not buying anything. So who cares? <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah. that blew him up though, because he was posting so much content. He was out contenting everybody. Right, you know what I mean, and so he he blew up his brand because he was he was doing it by sheer force. Yeah, and so we're doing the same thing with the amount of episodes we're putting out and the amount of content that we're putting yeah. out. I can't tell you how many times I am talking to someone. They're like, "Man, you're everywhere." Am I everywhere, or am I just producing a lot of content? Yeah, you know what I'm saying like. I try to be everywhere. I try to be at all the events and everything, but that gets expensive fast, and, and yeah. you know, my family likes me, I guess, so i got to stay home. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> enough. They like me enough. So when it comes to social media, and we talk about this all the time, it's a content machine, all right? So let's get into the next piece, which is how to host. Okay. Right? And so you having a music background and then me running having sales a, teams for yeah. 13 years, you know, like, I can, I feel like that gave us a an advantage. Of course, a hundred percent. You know, I'm I'm from sales, so I'm a conversationalist by trade. 
Um, but at the same time, I had to learn a lot of things. In my first, my first podcast episode, I had like a page of notes. I had all this like sitting, you know, it, it was like when you write your first script. Oh, it was like a damn ugh. book. You know what I mean? That's and now, gross. now if you look at, if you look at them, it's like this. Yeah, you know, I have an talking outline. Points. I have things I want to find out. I, th- I have things I'm curious about. Maybe I'll throw a joke in there too. But at the end of the day, the only reason I have those notes is if the conversation is coming to a close, and then I can revive it, mm-hmm. having those talking points. That's all they are. Those talking points. And I would say you need about five talking points per episode. So you got your intro. Yeah. You need to intro your, oh, I hate it when guests tell me, well, you would know better. Why don't you tell everybody about yourself? That means you did not do your homework. That means you didn't take the time to sit down and write out an intro. You wanted to do the whole, you know, oh, you know, hands off, like, let's just have it that's completely organic or whatever. Mm-hmm. At least write down your intro. So you, Something. Yeah. I think, I think. So I think that um, there are times where that will work, but you got to, if, if I'm introducing you to one of my friends, mm-hmm. I need to be able to say something about them yes. that and it's, it's, gives you a reason to care about who they are. It's not just titles. One of the questions, okay, so here's where the web form comes into place. Yes. If you have a podcast and you do not have a Calendly event or a Go High Level event, calendar event that you can link and send to them, mm-hmm. what are you doing? 100%. What are you doing? Because that's where you can create that context for your listener. So in that form, you have to answer these questions. They're required, or you can't schedule with me. And, and one of the questions is, what are your holdings, right? Or what, uh, what is it? Uh, what are your positions and holdings? Mm-hmm. Okay, because some, some people, it's just, I have this, this investment company, you know what I mean? Or I have this hedge fund or whatever. That, that's a holding, right? And then other people, it's like I have this position in the company. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and most people I interview, it's, it's CEO, president, mm-hmm. owner. You know what I mean? Whatever they want to call themselves. That also tells me, okay, how do you identify? Because I don't want to call you CEO. When you know damn well CEO is only for uh, legit businesses or medium and large businesses, right? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes there's just not a better description, though. But anyways, um, so I want your titles that you want out there. You're right. You know 100%. what I mean? And then, and then secondary, I asked, what milestones have you achieved so our listeners have some context into who you are? Mm-hmm. This is key. So if all you do is introduce them as the owner of XYZ Roofing. Yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't that, matter. That does not give me. I don't care that you're an owner. I'm an yeah, owner. Yeah, like. exactly. <laughs> that, but that doesn't give you credibility for me to listen to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Now, if you say I'm owner of XYZ, or if you say, hey, John over here is owner of XYZ Roofing, and he's done $5 million in sales in the last six months, ears perk up. I'm listening, okay? Because mm-hmm. I have a home service company, and I want to do $5 million in sales, mm-hmm. okay? Awards, milestones, any of that stuff, you need to get that from your guests, okay? 100%. And unfortunately... Unfortunately, sometimes guests don't give you anything. No, they you don't. Know, they they put the minimum, and they and they say whatever you want. You know, what I, I mean? can't stand those guests, I, and I'm not gonna look. I I gotta be honest. Like it's authenticity. I gotta be honest. The guests who don't give us anything, you guys are the worst. Yeah, because it's 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 the guests who don't give us anything that also have their Facebooks private. They have their Instagrams private. They mm-hmm. don't have. They they barely posting anything on LinkedIn. Like you cannot get a feel for what your what you're like, that's, I, that's what I look what at. What value they're bringing. Yeah. I yeah. look at, I, I need a feel of who I'm bringing on to this show mm-hmm. or how, how I can do all this back end stuff. Like, yeah. um, my man who does, who does the Crocs, his name is Scape. Keith Zero. Goss. It wasn't Keith Goss. Uh, it was the water sports guy. Oh, uh, well, yeah. I mean, he bought his Crocs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. uh, my man, he, like, we found out he was, he's what, Kevin? from Detroit? Kevin. Kevin. He's from Detroit. He yeah. raps. He, he has, yeah. like, his fire Crocs. Like, that was a great episode. Yeah. And he, you can see his personality. O'Neal. Kevin O'Neill. Kevin O'Neill. Yeah. And you see his personality and how he answers those questions. Mm-hmm. Like, it's important for us to be able to, you know, especially if you're, you're um, pe- bringing people on your podcast that you don't know. Like, yeah. we're interviewing. Which, which you should. 
Jeez, yes, get 100%. out of your freaking mastermind group. I'm tired of seeing Apex people as guests on podcasts. I'm sorry. Like, get some people outside of that group. Don't get me wrong. I bring them in all the time. I probably have at least one to two Apex guests a week. But I also bring in all these other people mm-hmm. because once you get up to a certain amount of downloads, all of a sudden the, the pod matching services start coming. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Go ahead. Um, so, yeah, I like to I like to see their personalities. And I, I, I agree. What Another thing on the um, – and. We'll, we'll touch on this whenever we get there, but if, you, if you're constantly in your same circles, people are going to hear the same things over and over again, yeah. and they're just going to skip your, your yeah. show. They're just going to skip, skip your show. Um, man, where was I? Oh, we were talking about guest, the intro, guest introductions. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's super important you have that. I think it's super important that you, if you are going to be a guest on a show, take the time to fill that out as much as you can, as best as you can. Um, because it does help with the the show notes. It helps mm-hmm. with the SEO. It helps with all this stuff to get yeah. your message out there as well as like having people find you. 100%. And so one of the things that I do, and sometimes, sometimes I have to do this 10 minutes before the show starts because I didn't prep enough, you know, but I'm, I'm seasoned enough at this point that like I could have no prep and pull off a whole show. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, as they're responding, I'm checking out Facebook, looking at their recent posts, but that, that that's a hack, right? So... I I love a a structured podcast. You know, you intro them, you welcome them to the show. Maybe y'all do a little rapport for a second, and then you go into their story, right? Mm-hmm. But if you want to mix that up, which I like to do sometimes, because that 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 structure gets old, you know. If you want to mix things up, what you can do is before the podcast, you go to their social media and you scroll through their their last couple of posts, and and guests are always like what, you check my stuff out? You know what I mean? Like, they're always, like, a little, side, not sideways, but, like, a little surprise. Mm-hmm. And I get the best freaking responses when I go through their social media. I look at the last few posts, and I see, oh, their daughter just had a quinceanera, right? We're on the show to talk about their B2B software business, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I, I bust out with their daughter's quinceanera, and, and they're, like, Boom, they're alive. They're, they're talking mm-hmm. about their daughter. They're you know excited. So if you can bring in a personal element right in the beginning and get them loose, loosened up and get them talking, that is a host hack that has worked out beautifully for me. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that 100%. I think that I think you warming with form. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you warm with form on these, on these guests, mm-hmm. and they're, they're just like open books from that point yeah. forward. Like you can have like a, a genuine – Hey, this is what's working conversation. Yeah. And then uh, one of my favorite episodes that we had done, uh, they had they had like an assistant reach out to me. and was like, hey, I need to listen to that before it gets released because I need to make sure that he didn't say anything, um, anything that we can't talk about. Right. And I love that because it's like, oh, so so he he must have enjoyed the conversation. Really yeah. and he was really comfortable because like that's important. Like. I don't want to put anything out there that, you know, the guest doesn't want in trouble, yeah. Doesn't want out there, but if it gets to the point where I have to like edit the whole entire thing because it's like, oh, we just had like a great conversation and yeah. I just like I just trust you. Yeah. Like that's a that's a beautiful feeling and uh, yeah. I I can't wait for for us to have more of those. Don't don't pretend like when you on the show, don't pretend like you can't say this. Like just be honest. Like let's have a real conversation. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. So back to how to host, right? So that yep. that's the traditional setup. You know what I mean? Is is intro the guest, uh, welcome them to the show, get into their backstory a little bit, and always try to break the ice before you do that. But get into their backstory a little bit. And so one of the things that I kind of adjust compared to most hosts is they'll say, um, well, tell us your story. Versus I'll go in and I'll say, start from this point. What made you switch from construction to owning your own business? Why did you make that leap? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I get the best motivations from that. You know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. I, I get the best stories from that about why they took that leap into entrepreneurship or whatever the case was. Or maybe they pivoted from one business to another, you know, like we did last year from, from uh, a sales org to a consulting company, right? Mm-hmm. And so the, those are the best stories, and they set the tone for the reason why they're so good at what they do. Right. Because that, that's their conviction behind it, right? And then your, your next question goes into, all right, so why, why, 
did y'all get these accolades or why did you become so successful with this? What were you doing that's different from every other roofing company out there? Why are not all the roofing companies not at 5 million right now? Right. right. And so that's when they start dropping the, the nuggets. That's when they start dropping the stuff that your listeners can actually take and go apply. And I make sure that I always get tactical because a lot of these podcasts, podcasts like to go super mindset, super high level and not really say anything. You know, <laughs> yeah. like you just got to know your why, you know what I mean? You just got to uh, practice your disciplines every day. You just got to wake up early. And that's how I'm able to execute my $5 yeah. million dollar roofing company. No, you're able to execute it because you've got monsters on the doors. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you guys are door to door fiends. Are you able to execute it because you're a genius marketer and you're doing cheesy videos on top of roofs and stuff mm-hmm. like that? You're able to execute it because you have an amazing network. And you have referral partners out the wazoo, you know? Yeah, you didn't just go to sleep and then wake up and then all of a sudden you're making $5 million. And so you have to draw that greatness out of them. You have to draw those things for your your audience out of them, okay? And so as far as completing the structure, I would – the next piece, after I ask a few questions that draw three to five nuggets, right, then the next piece I'm asking them, okay, what's next? What are you Mm -hmm. excited about right now? What do you, what, what's like making you bolt out of bed in the morning? Cause you got this project. Tell us about it. You know, give us the, yeah. the behind the scenes of what's about to happen, you know? And that always kind of leads to, if they have an offer, then that leads them right to their offer, yep. you know, which 100%, if your guests have an offer, you should be putting that offer out there. They took the time to come on your show. You could take the time to maybe get them a lead or two, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And so, um, that's when it goes into that. And then my last question, if you're listening to this show, you probably know it already. It's all about legacy. Right, 100%. Everybody should have their last question. You know what I mean? And uh, I was on a, a show the other day. It was, uh, if you could spend one year, go back in time and spend one year with anybody, who would it be? Mm. Yeah. And so um, I forgot what my answer was. What was my answer? If it wasn't your wife, then you were wrong. Well, it wasn't my wife. Oof. Why would I? I'm, I got a future with her. Why I go back? I, my whole thing is do somebody that's dead. Oh, it was Stephen F. Austin. Okay. He's supposed to be my fifth uncle, and I want to find out his lineage further. Anyways, um, it was Stephen F. Austin. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody should have that last question. Because mm-hmm. that really, that really it, it's a fun thing to do. But also, here's the, the secret is people hang out for that last question. Yeah. Instead of just getting what they need and turning it off, they hang out for that last question. I, I would venture to say that your last question should be your side piece. Like like mm-hmm. how we were talking about, like yeah. we're in a committed relationship with yeah. building great sales teams. Yeah. The side piece is is the legacy question for us. Yeah. Like that's that's why, you know, like the main dish is like, oh, you got all this tactical information, how yeah. this person went from zero to five million in six yeah. months. But, like, at the end of the day, and it makes them get personal. Like, we, mm-hmm. we've had some really, really personal um, legacies told to us, like, very, very deep stuff yeah. that was told to us. And it, it does, like, it, it, it turns it into, it, it finishes the conversation. Like, yeah. now, now we've, we've become friends, basically. Yeah. Like, we, we have, I know something about you, or I've brought something out of you that maybe you didn't think about. And now that you're thinking about it, it's like... Mm-hmm. Wow, like, I appreciate that. You're leaving them with something. And a lot of them say that. Like, I appreciate that question. I hadn't thought about that in a while, you know? Yeah, so and it's, it kind of reminds them of their legacy. And, again, in the beginning, you're breaking the ice. You're getting them to come alive a little bit. And at the mm-hmm. end, you're taking them inward and to go deep. You know what I'm saying? So you take them on this emotional roller coaster. And at the end, it happens every time. I really enjoyed that, you know? Mm-hmm. Versus the 10 podcasts they just did in three weeks before, they're like, oh, it was all business and, yeah. you know, pitching and boring. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, got to try and mix this up, you know? But that, that's one of the things that's going to come with reps and experience and everything. So, last piece of this that I want to talk about is if you guys follow us on social media, then you've probably seen that because we have these systems so dialed in, everything that we just went through, we're putting a podcast offer out there. So, here it is. We'll do an initial setup in a one-hour consultation with me and Ryan. And we're actually about to go into one in 32 minutes. We're about it's going to be do fun. One. And uh, so we're going to do a kickoff call. Ryan's going to do your intro, outro, music, and voiceover. He's going to do your cover art, and then he's going to set up all your distribution. Right? That's the first piece of it. You're going to get all your analytics reporting. 
which is, um, you know, some of the stuff you guys see that I post sometime. You're going to get uh, your social media and content creation is going to be done by our team. So Ryan does all the production and the setup, and then our team does all the editing, uh, social media content editing afterwards and puts all that out, right? And so the idea behind this is you show up, you be the host, and that's all you do, and your your podcast gets produced pre and post production edited marketed it uploaded all that good stuff right ryan is going to be your producer you're going to get a ryan for at least one episode for a, a fraction week. of the price yeah it's, <laughs> look we expensive ryan's are expensive these i told you we're top name right now <laughs> hire a ryan so for i'll train them for one hour a week you're going to get ryan to produce your podcast and uh and then we're going to use StreamYard to do all of this, right, mm-hmm. uh, for the production. And then we're going to handle your scheduling as well, and we'll probably do the scheduling piece as well as filter for guests. You know, Ryan and Ann will filter for guests together. And then, of course, editing. And so we're doing this right now. We're doing a $1,500 setup fee. That includes the setup and the uh, consultation. And then we're, we're pricing this at 1000 a month. And everything that I'm being told right now is that's way too low. Like, you need to charge more. You know, you're uh, basically bottoming out the industry or whatever. And it's like, one, I'm not that big. Calm down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, relax. (laughs) Relax. Um, But I'm only doing this for our first five that we set up. You know what I'm saying? And the reason is I want to make sure that we're over-delivering. I want to work out any bugs in those first five. I want to make sure that my team can handle the capacity, and if they can't, then we're gonna we're gonna hire and train more people to do that. So we have a, a team of four right now. Mm-hmm. So we feel like we could handle up to five more, and then if I have to, I'll back off of some of my stuff to make room for this other stuff, right? And so we're pretty excited about this. We we love what we do. I, I will say, out of every piece of marketing that I have, the podcast is what I'm most passionate about, and that's why I want to do this. I want to be in the podcasting business because I'm genuinely enjoying this, and that's the pitch, guys. That's the pitch is I don't. All I do is sit down and record. You know what I'm saying? All I do is jump on this, click the link, and be the host. Mm-hmm. Ryan and the team handle everything else, and that, to me, is easily worth thousands a month. You Look, know what I mean? Listen, like I said, fraction of the price. Ryan's are expensive. We are we, – we, we get stuff done, and Anika's are probably more so. Yeah. And you you are getting you are getting uh, something that's great that that will take you to the next level for what people are spending tens of thousands for. Honestly, yeah, a year. I love it. I love it. And 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 yeah, I did. I, I priced it all out, and I and I still priced it fractionally. Mm-hmm. But you would spend sixty k a year to get the same level of service if you had to hire these people individually, and you only paid them for those hours that they were producing this podcast, right? Yep. One, it's hard to find people part time. People want full time jobs, you know yep. what I'm saying? But I, I, I priced it down to the actual hours that they're spending on yours, and it's sixty k a year. The only reason we can do that is because they already have salaries with the company, you know what I'm saying? And um, this is something that you guys can take full advantage of. And here's the beautiful thing. If you're not there yet, we just walked you through the whole thing. Do it yourself. Yeah, you do know it yourself. <laughs> yeah, you can. And this was free. Yeah, we walked you through the whole thing. So that was an hour of consulting right there, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. Gotta love it. All right, guys, that is our 200th episode. I appreciate you guys for tuning in and hanging out with us. And if you lasted this long, then that means that you're you're basically a podcast expert now. Yeah, you're basically <laughs> a podcast expert. If you if you go into wherever you consume podcasts and you write uh, and I'm going to get in trouble because I did not I did not run this by Doug right <laughs> if you write in the comments you've made it this far you write in the comments wherever you consume podcasts or you DM me my DMs are open on Instagram my Instagram will be in the description hey I I wasted my time with you Ryan so give me a discount I will I will personally work on your podcast for the first month for free. I'll do it personally. But you got you got to do that. I understand it. So so like I will I will what we what we just promised there, I will do that for free for the first month. Damn. <laughs>
If but you have to go all the way through this. I will do it personally for free for the first month. Damn. But just for the first month. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. Let's, we'll see. We'll see what what, we, what happens. Absolutely. We'll see what happens with that. All right, guys. I appreciate you being with us for 200 episodes now. Thank you for listening in. Um, obviously, if all you do is like and share and write reviews, you're our heroes right now. Yes, you're, for sure. You're you're the difference makers, you know. And so, uh, obviously, the outro is going to have that in there. But yep. I want to implore you guys to continue to do that, especially on this 200 episode. This yeah. is a big one. This is a big one. Appreciate you guys. All right. Let's get building. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Building Great Sales Teams. We appreciate it. Be sure to execute on everything that you just heard and let's get building. Before we sign off, we'd like to invite you to join our Brickyard community. Head on over to jointhebrickyard.com. Again, that's jointhebrickyard.com or click the link in the description to find out more.